0: Do you crave daily motivation and want valuable tips for dealing with the stress of type 1 diabetes? Sign up for our daily email and start your day with a practical type 1 diabetes and mental health tip delivered straight to your inbox. It's like a personal boost for your day, from me to you. And best of all, it's absolutely free. Don't wait. Go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash tip. And subscribe today, because every day with type 1 diabetes deserves a healthy start. That's www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash tip. If the fear of low blood sugar makes you feel stuck and trapped, and you have no idea how to get out of it, you're probably stuck in the blood sugar cycle of avoidance. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you all about what this is and how to get out of it. Welcome to the Live Free With t d podcast, brought to you by the diabetes psychologist. This is the only podcast where we teach you how to build your type one diabetes stress management plan like a sailboat. You are the captain, your diabetes management is the hull, your mindset is the sails, your behavior is the rudder, and your support team is the crew. When you build your sailboat correctly, you will have smooth sailing in your life with type one diabetes. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. And in this episode of the podcast, I dive into the blood sugar cycle of avoidance. We all do it. And even though we think it's the only way to calm our anxiety, it actually makes our anxiety worse and keeps you even more stuck and held back by fear of low blood sugar and by the stress of type 1 diabetes. If you've ever felt stuck or held back and have no idea how to get out of that cycle, this episode is for you. Today's episode is all about the blood sugar cycle of avoidance. We'll talk about what it is and how to get out of it. I want to start off by painting a picture that I'm sure you can all relate to. You're at work and all your coworkers are getting ready to go out for happy hour. And they say, come with us. And your immediate response is, no, I can't. I don't go to happy hour. It's too complicated with diabetes. Your mind starts racing. How do I explain myself? How do I let them know that it's just too hard and that it was easier for me to avoid happy hour? So you say no, and you say to yourself, that's just no big deal. I don't need happy hour. Diabetes is complicated enough, and adding happy hour on top of that is just not worth it. But here's the thing. It is a big deal for more than one reason. You are stuck in the cycle of blood sugar avoidance. So what is this cycle of blood sugar avoidance? What does it mean and why does it matter? Here's what happens. As a human being, you don't like to experience uncomfortable situations. They are not fun. So it's natural for you to do anything that you can to avoid this discomfort. This includes saying no to happy hour. This may include keeping your blood sugar high so you don't go low or you don't have the fear about going low. It may involve saying no to activities like hiking or biking or travel where diabetes becomes more of a worry than you want it to be. Now, on the surface of it, this makes perfect sense. Why on earth would you put yourself in a position where you're going to be uncomfortable, where you're going to be anxious, where you're going to be worried about your blood sugars. But then what happens is you get trapped in the cycle of avoidance. It's one thing to be not comfortable and to excuse yourself or say no for legitimate reasons. But what happens when this becomes a habit? What happens to your belief system? What happens to the way you think about things? What happened to the way that you view your life with type 1 diabetes? All of a sudden, you start saying no to everything, and you get trapped in the cycle of avoidance. So what's the big deal? Well, the first thing is, when you're trapped in the cycle of blood sugar avoidance, you have a really hard time doing the things that you want to do. I could imagine that for many of you, you love to be outdoors, you love to go hiking, you love to go skiing, you love to do all those fun things that life has to offer. But then you start saying no when you're invited to do these things, because it just feels so uncomfortable. And you would rather say no to the activity that you love than to experience the discomfort. On its own, that's pretty challenging if I was told, or if I told myself for that matter, that I just couldn't do things that I love, that makes my quality of life not as good. It makes me feel like diabetes has trapped me. And it makes me feel like I can't be living the life that I want to live. But the blood sugar cycle of avoidance is more than just not being able to do the things that I want to be able to do or that you want to be able to do because you are worried about feeling uncomfortable. The big deal with the cycle of blood sugar avoidance, is that it keeps you stuck. It becomes a cycle. And the more you do it, the more stuck you feel. Let me explain. So let's imagine that one day, your friends invite you out for happy hour, and you just don't really want to go. And so you use diabetes as an excuse. You say, you know what? My blood sugars are high. I would prefer not to go to happy hour today. I'm not going to do it. You go home and you have a pleasant evening by yourself or with your family. And then the next time you're invited to happy hour, your immediate reaction is gonna be no. Because you say, well, not going to happy hour allowed me to feel okay. Going to happy hour makes me feel anxious. So I'm gonna say no again. And then this becomes a habit. Not because you don't wanna go to happy hour, but because you developed a belief that if you go to happy hour, you're going to be uncomfortable and that you can't handle that discomfort. And so you never go. And that's a problem because you're never allowing yourself to get any evidence to the contrary. You're not giving yourself the opportunity to see that you can go to happy hour or skiing or running or biking or scuba diving and that you can handle that stress. The more you avoid, the more you teach yourself that you can't handle the stress. Now, if this sounds familiar to you in your life with type 1 diabetes, don't get too down on yourself. Your brain is not helping you because our brains are designed to help keep us safe. And your brain is triggered when you are invited to go to do something or you have a thought about going to do something and it, you feel uncomfortable. Naturally, your brain says no. That is dangerous, and I want to keep you safe. But you really have to ask yourself, is your brain being honest with you? Are you really in danger if you were to go to happy hour or go do an activity that you want to do? Would you really be in danger if your blood sugar dropped below where you're comfortable? Would you be able to treat that? And the answer is almost certainly yes. Will it be fun? Probably not really be comfortable? Probably not. But can you handle it? Yes. But the only way for you to figure out and to know whether you can handle it or not is by doing it, by getting out of that cycle of avoidance. But the more you avoid, the more you believe that you can't do it because you have no evidence to the contrary. All you have evidence of is what keeps you safe. And that's by saying no by staying stuck, by staying where you are in your life with type of diabetes. And my guess is, you know this, but getting out of your comfort zone, pushing yourself to a place where you get out of that cycle of avoiding and breaking that cycle is uncomfortable. But I promise you, with some work and with some intention and with support, you can break the cycle. You can start saying yes, even when you're not sure or even when you feel uncomfortable. Think back to a time in your life when this has been the case for you, outside of diabetes. Because somehow diabetes gets put in this box where it is scary, and it's separate from everything else I do in my life. So, you know, think about asking someone on a date, or applying for a job, or quitting a job, or anything else in your life that has been uncomfortable before. We've all been there. We have all been uncomfortable and we've gotten through it because we've had to. And we've also given ourselves the opportunity to see that we can handle it. But sometimes we think about diabetes separately. It's like it's a separate entity, and we can't be uncomfortable there because it's there's a danger that's associated with it. And I wanna help you to break that cycle so that you can see that you can handle the uncomfortable parts of life with type one diabetes and push forward. And the more you do it, the more you break that cycle, The more you're able to see that even though it's not comfortable, even though I want to avoid it, I can push in, I can lean in, and I can handle it. And the more you do that, the easier it gets. So here's what you do to break the cycle of avoidance. I know it sounds very simple, and it is, but it's also very complicated because our brain, again, is working against us, it's trying to keep us safe. And the first thing to do is thank your brain. Say, thank you so much for trying to keep me safe. I appreciate the anxiety you're bringing up for me. I appreciate all the thoughts and all the concerns that are coming to my mind. But I have to tell you, what you're doing is simply not helpful. And it's certainly not keeping me safe. And what I really need right now is the ability to differentiate between what is safe and what's dangerous. So how do you do that? Well, so the trick is something I like to call lead with action. So here's the thing. Up until now, you have likely been leading with emotion. Your emotions tell you going hiking or taking my full bolus of insulin or whatever it is that you're avoiding is dangerous. But you have to ask yourself how accurate is that? And how much do you really want to believe your emotions? Our emotions and our thoughts tell us all kinds of stuff. Some of it's accurate and some of it's not. And it's our job to really discern which is which. And to be able to do that, it can be helpful to flip the script. Because what happens is your emotions say, going hiking is dangerous. You feel anxiety, you feel fear, you may even feel terror. Or that taking the full bolus of insulin is dangerous. And all of a sudden you have given over the power of your behavior to your emotions. And that's simply not what I want you to do. I don't want you to abscond, to give away the power to choose what you do in your life to something that you have no control over. And those are your emotions. So instead of leading with emotion and allowing your emotions to dictate your behavior, what would happen if you did something called lead with action? And what lead with action means is deciding what you want to do And doing it as long as you know that it's safe, even if your emotions and your thoughts are telling you it's not. Let's take this out of diabetes for a second and think about some things that you've done in the past that have scared you or that have made you uncomfortable, whether that's asking someone out on a date or applying for a new job or breaking up with someone or quitting a job or any number of things that I could imagine that are uncomfortable but you did them anyway. Why? And why is diabetes any different? You know, I've seen people, actually a lot of people, put diabetes in a box and pretend like it's some sort of entity on its own that doesn't relate to the rest of life. People who are not scared to do anything in their work life or in their personal life, but when it comes to diabetes, it's a different story. These people have shown themselves over and over again that they have the ability to tolerate uncomfortable emotions and deal with those in all other areas of their life. But when it comes to diabetes, it's off the table. Why can't you lead with action with diabetes, especially if you're doing it in other areas of your life? Diabetes is no different than those things, even though we make it out to be. And the thought that diabetes is different keeps us stuck. It makes it so it's harder for you to do the things in life that you want to be able to do. And that's not where you want to be. So leading with action involves deciding to take back control with intention and with the ability to tolerate distress. Because let's be honest, stepping out of your comfort zone is not always going to be easy, but it's always going to be worth it. Because you get to learn about what's possible. You get to learn about what your experience is like, and you get to learn whether or not you can handle uncomfortable situations, and get evidence to show that even though it's uncomfortable, it's not dangerous, and that you can handle any stress or any situation the diabetes throws your way. Let's go back to the happy hour example I talked about at the beginning of this episode. Imagine that your friends invite you out for happy hour again the next week, and you hesitate, but you lead with action. Before you lie with your emotions, you said to yourself, no, I can't do it. It's too uncomfortable, too much stress. I'm not going to go. And you let your emotions call the shots. But then you flip the script. And the next time that someone asks you to go to happy hour after work, all of a sudden, the anxiety rises in your body. You start thinking, I'm not sure I can do it. I'm not sure I can go and avoid all those foods or bowls for them or whatever thoughts go through your mind. But you say to yourself, no. I'm committed to leading with action and I'm committed to breaking the cycle of avoidance. And so you go. And what happens? Well, I'm not sure. Maybe your blood sugar goes high. Maybe you don't have a very good time. Maybe you have a fantastic time and you're able to keep your blood sugars in range. But in the end, it doesn't matter what happens as long as you're safe. And I'm almost certain you're going to be safe. What matters is now you have evidence to see that it's possible to say yes to happy hour. It's possible to go and to not have anything catastrophic happen. And once you have that information in your mind, anything is possible in your life with type 1 diabetes because you can handle it. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action that you can use starting right now to decrease your stress and increase your freedom and flexibility in your life with type one diabetes. And today your plan of action is flip the script on the cycle of avoidance. Identify the areas where you have been avoiding. What have you been saying no to? What have you been not doing that you wanna be doing? And ask yourself, how has that kept me stuck? And then make a commitment to lead with action. You can start small, that's fine but make a commitment to lean into the uncomfortable. Try something new and get evidence. Think about it as an experiment, an experiment that cannot go wrong. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Live Free with T1D podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on the Live Free with T1D podcast, where I teach you how to build your diabetes management plan like a sailboat. So you could have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. And I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.